going on? Welcome back to another video of the TOEFL ITP pretest listening part C. Oh, we are here again. Now, obviously, if you are seeing me on video, you're probably wondering what the hell is going on. I have a vest, I have my shirt and everything ready to go. It's because I'm actually uh, training at a company just outside Bangkok. So this is my whole, you know, the, the background with the whiteboard, the bricks and everything. I'm basically in a very big room with a massive TV right next to me where I do my keynote presentations on. But nonetheless, for those of you who are listening to me, it's the same old Arsenio, okay? And that doesn't make any difference whatsoever. So again, people, 38 through 42, normally you get questions anywhere between four to five. Uh, I'm sorry, you get segments anywhere between four to five. Uh, there have been times that I got, you know, 38 to 41, 42 to 44, 45 to, I've gotten four at some point. Um, and they like to focus in TOEFL ITP ETS has a tendency of focusing more on part C than they do part B. Part C is more of just a huge lecture, right? There's no back and forth. And if you're stuck with some medieval times uh, or some type of different biology stuff, just be prepared for that. There are several different areas which I'm going to be stating throughout the course uh, in regards to what types of talks you're going to be getting in part C. Now, for the most part, this is actually relatively easy, okay? You're not going to have part C talks where someone's talking about fireworks, satellites, airplanes, or flying saucers, all right? <laughs> it's going to be far more difficult, believe me, okay? I took that TOEFL ITPS, um, sorry, that ITP test more than 20 times in one calendar year in 2020, all benefits going to a horrendous testing center that I was working at at the time. And I got so much practice, all right? So let's just put it that way. Now, with that being said, people, all right, what we have here, we're gonna listen to a little bit, a couple of things. We're gonna take the same approach, all right? We're gonna do the whole, hey, Arsenio, let's take some notes approach, depending on where you are in the world. Make sure, again, about the ETS, uh, yeah, the ETS center, okay? <sighs> and with that being said, if we look at questions 38, it says, like I already mentioned, an airplane, satellite, fireworks display, and flying saucer. A, it says to change tires, okay? I don't know if you could change, you could change tires on an airplane, a satellite, not really sure, doubt it. Flying saucer, hell no. Fireworks display, and to avoid danger, hmm, to get a hotel room, with an airplane, maybe, to change drivers, huh, drivers for what, a flying saucer, doesn't make much sense, and then you have from the news on the radio, uh, from a newspaper, from his mother, from the news on television, uh, and number 41, um, ooh, this might be a couple of, okay, this might be about five questions, to be honest with you guys, um, 41, it burned up in the atmosphere, ooh, okay, it injured a woman as she was sleeping, it caused damage to a parked car. It broke into pieces before striking the ground. Now, burning up in the atmosphere, it sounds like it's gonna be some kind of meteorite maybe? I don't know. That's the only thing I know that before it hits ground, it could burn up in the atmosphere and that's why that light emanates to the sky. You, you know what I mean? So, um, and then the last one, frightened, upset, fortunate, relieved. Could have been anything, all right? So what we're gonna do, take your notes and then we're gonna go through this. Now, remember, in questions 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, I'm going to play them all. And for those of you listening to me or on YouTube or on Facebook, you're going to be able to obviously, um, you know, write your answers in the text box and then, again, go on to the Podia website. It's previewable. You'll be able to preview the answers and everything and check and see what you got and make a decision. 
Are you going to hurry up and book that $30 course by the end of the year? Or are you going to wait to get that 57? Or are you looking for bundles? You just get, uh, well, obviously you could just ask and inquire for more information on that. <sighs> With that being said, people, let's dive into this. So without further ado, let's go. Listen to a student telling his friends about an experience he had. Okay. I saw something rather unusual late last Sunday night. My roommate, Ron, and I were driving back here to the university from my parents' house. They live in a small town about 70 miles from here. We'd stopped so that I could drive. Ron was really tired. When all of a sudden, the whole sky was lit up. I thought I was seeing a UFO, a real flying saucer. Ron thought maybe it was an airliner going down or a satellite coming out of orbit. A fireball shot across the sky. It looked almost like fireworks. Then the light disappeared behind the hills. It wasn't until the next morning, when I was listening to the morning news on the radio, that I found out what had happened. Apparently, I'd seen a large meteorite. The light was caused by the heat of friction as the meteor traveled through the atmosphere. Most meteors burn up in the upper atmosphere, according to the announcer but large ones can hit the ground. This one was unusual in that pieces of it were recovered. They landed in a parking lot about 20 miles from where we were. My mother told me that when she was young, she read a story in a magazine about a meteorite that crashed through the roof of a house and hit a woman sleeping in her bedroom and broke her leg. Anyway, it was an incredible sight. And I'm glad I was lucky enough to see it. Number 38. There it is. Okay, whoa, 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 before we get into that, 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 incredible you're not going to go away. And I'm glad I was lucky enough to see it. Okay, boom. Now, before the questions, let's go over some of the notes. Now, saw something unusual. Roommate and him were driving back, small town, stopped, drive. Uh, I'm sorry, they stopped so he could drive because Ron was tired. None of that makes sense. What we're trying to look for or listen for the key words, right? And the first one was a flying saucer. He thought he was seeing a flying saucer or an airliner, meaning an airplane go down or a satellite coming out of orbit. He stayed at three, but then a fireball shot across the sky. He also thought it was fireworks. Then the light disappeared. But then in the morning news, meteorite is the one that caused by friction uh, and then he goes into detail how a woman actually got her leg broken by a meteorite that came crashing through her house. So does that make sense? So now I'm like, okay, so the question for number 38 within an airplane, a satellite fireworks display, a flying saucer, more than likely he might ask, what did Ron originally think it was? Flying saucer, okay? Although it may say seeing UFO flying, you know, maybe an airliner going down, maybe this, maybe that. Thing is, the, not, not did I say flying saucer? No, fireworks. Uh, yeah, he thought it was just a fireworks display, and then he ended up uh, it ended up uh, disappearing. So I'm just previewing what may happen. Okay, a to change tires, to avoid danger, to get a hotel room, to change drivers. They stopped, so I could correlate. Oh yeah, I remember that part of it. He stopped, so then he could switch with his friend Ron. Does that make sense, people? He stopped so he could switch with his friend Ron so he could start driving because his friend Ron was tired. So I know more than likely number 39 is about changing drivers. 
Then number 40, from the news on the radio, from the newspaper. Now, again, what it comes down to is uh, morning news. So more than likely, the morning news, the news on the television, ooh, got to make sure, you know, where he actually got it from. Now, what is it? Oh, in a magazine, okay? Meaning that could be B newspaper. That was in regards to the lady having her leg broken. So I'm just previewing everything. And what happened to the media, right? Okay, it burned up in the atmosphere. Now, what happened to the media right with the lady who broke her leg? Well, it came crashing down and injured a woman while she was sleeping. See, so now let's go into these questions so we can have a better understanding. Here we go. Number 38. What did the man initially believe he had seen? You see what I mean? I knew, I knew that it was going to be that. Okay, so what did he initially believe it was. Now, he said he thought he was seeing a UFO. Maybe it was an airliner going down or a satellite coming out of orbit. But then he said, hey, fireworks display. Now you see how that's separate. He made a list with the other three, but he made the fireworks display separate. And that's why I would choose a fireworks display. All right, so now we're going to go into question number 39. If it wants to play, of course. Number 39. Okay, here we go. Why had the man stopped the car? Uh, exactly. Why did he stop the car? To change the drivers because Ron was tired. You have to be very visual with everything. If you have that imagination and create those images. Number 40. Very easy. How did the man learn what he had actually seen? Morning news, not from his mother, not from a newspaper, not from the news on the radio, from the news on television. Okay, now that's what I had written down. Morning news, media right, light caused by friction, most meteors burn up. That's what I had written down. Now, if I completely if I just missed it and you know he said radio and I'm like okay well television that's my bad but I would go with D let's keep it going so more than likely number 41 is about the meteorite so let's see how they go about this doing this one number 41 okay here we go what happened to the meteor that the man had seen see Burned up in the atmosphere. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you. So that is how you break down the questions. Now, I don't know, did they say 38 through 42? Number 42. Okay, excellent. How did the man feel about what he had seen? Okay, now, was he frightened? Was he upset? No. Was he fortunate? No. Was he relieved that he saw it? No, he was frightened because he couldn't believe it, right? Seeing a potential flying saucer, you're gonna be scared. Right? You're not going to be upset. Oh, I saw a flying saucer. Those goddamn aliens. It doesn't make sense, right? Fortunate. Oh, I'm so fortunate to have seen this. Perhaps, perhaps. But again, his initial reaction, he was frightened. Why? Flying saucer. You're not going to be fortunate. Oh, yes, a UFO. I get to see one. No, he was scared as hell. All right. So with that being said, this is an exit. We're going to be going over, obviously, extended conversations throughout the course. There's going to be a section on that. There'll be about five sections with a lot of different audios and me breaking down a lot of things and giving you techniques and whatnot. But what I'm going to do now, I'm going to play 43 through 50. Now, what you're going to be able to do is 
you're going to be able to take some of these notes down. Now, if you're listening to me in podcast form, 43, it says on board a bus at the top of Washington Monument at Lincoln Memorial or on an elevator. 44, it says four years, 36 years, 40 years, or 48 years. 45 says walk up 898 steps, take the elevator to the top, come down on the elevator, walk down the stairs. And then number 40, uh, 46, which more than likely will be the covering or the last question, they jumped over it, they took pictures of it, they wrote their names on it, they touched it. All right, and so that is the second one, and then we have the third one. All right, so A, music appreciation, B, American history, C, dance, D, geography. So more than likely, that question is, in what course would this normally be taught or something like that, right? 48, they were an important part of the daily lives of the people of the frontier, B, extremely old, C, written as theme songs for political campaigns. D, primarily written as dance music. 49, weren't as enduring, harder to sing and play, livelier, weren't concerned with politics. So we're talking about something specific. And it just seems like it's either dance or music appreciation, one of those. I, that's what I'm looking at because these answers are very, it correlates with that. And number 50, A, sing songs, B, look at some sheet music, C, go to a dance, or D, listen to a recording. All right, so now that you took all your notes, I'm going to play this bad boy all the way through. All right, now remember, if you're watching this on the previewable course, Facebook and YouTube, whatever it may be, listen, you could go on to the previewable course, check out your answers. I'm only doing half of these. That's what I normally do. Now with the course, I'll be doing full but here half, just to give you an explanation and just a nice little teaser, all right? So in saying that, let's go into number 43. And I'm guessing it's 43 through 46, if I'm not mistaken. <sighs> so here we go, let's do it. If it wants to play, of course. Questions 43 to 46. Okay. Listen okay. to a talk given by a tour guide. Ooh, tour guide. Ladies and gentlemen, the bus will stop next at the Washington Monument, which honors the first president of the United States. The first stone of the monument was laid in 1848, but because of a variety of problems, work was delayed. So it was not until 1884 that the monument was completed. Imagine that. It took 36 years. And then it was another four years before it opened to the public. Now, if you like, you can go to the top of the monument. On the way up, you'll have to take the elevator. You can take the elevator down, too, or you can walk, if you don't mind climbing down 898 steps. The monument is made of marble, except for a tiny aluminum tip. Incidentally, before the tip was put on the monument, it was displayed around the country. Some young people jumped over the tip so that later they could truthfully claim that they'd jumped over the top of the Washington Monument. <laughs> After visiting the Washington Monument, we'll be walking over to the Lincoln Memorial. Watch your step as you get off the bus, please. All right. Number 43. 
Where is this talk probably being given? Okay, easy. All right, that's why you have to be very careful with the first sentence in which comes out the mouths of whoever it is speaking. Now the next one is easy, because I know Number it's 44. How long did it take to build the Washington Monument? How long did it take? Yep, and there was a key word, and I made sure of the dates. So I kept one date in mind, and then I, mm, and then she said that the, she said how many years too. Number 45. According to the speaker, what must those people who go to the top of the Washington Monument do? Oh. What must they do? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good distractor. C or D. Number 46. According to the speaker, what did some young people do when the tip of the monument was displayed? Ah, okay. That one's good. All right. All right. Not too bad. Not too bad. I like it. I like it. Let me know what your answers are down below, okay? Now, 47 to 50. Remember the whole music appreciation Questions thing. Questions 47 to 50. Okay, here Listen we go. to the following lecture. Good day, class. Today we're going to continue our discussion of American music with a look at the songs of the frontier period. Nearly everyone who went west, the mountaineers, the miners, the river raftsmen, the railroad workers, had songs to accompany their work. And after work, the men and women of the frontier sang and danced to fiddle tunes or country dances. Some of these songs were new versions of old songs from Europe, while some were completely new. Some of the most popular of these songs were later used as theme songs for political campaigns. Now, we're going to listen to a few of these songs performed much as they were almost two centuries ago. As you listen to the recordings, notice the difference between these lively songs and the slower, more genteel music of the Eastern Choral Societies that we listened to in our last class. Ooh, Number 47. In what course is this lecture probably given? Uh, that one's hard. I love it. I love it. Okay, I'm going to be waiting for everyone's answers, okay? This is going to be real good. Number 48. What can be inferred about the songs of the frontier? Yep, I knew that one was going to be a little bit hard, too. Mm -mm -mm. Now, remember, you can take notes in some countries. Other countries, you better just pray. You might have the questions, though. Number 49. According to the speaker, how do these songs compare with the songs of Eastern choral societies? Uh, Oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Okay, because I got that adjective in my mind, too. So that was good. Okay. Number 50. What will the people who are listening to this lecture probably do next? And there it is. What will they probably do next? And I heard that, but then she backtracked to number 49. So she went to number, she went from 48 to 50, or I'm sorry, he went from 48 to 50 back to 49. This is what could be very, very difficult for a lot of people. So nonetheless, you guys did. I hope you did well. Let me know what your answers are. And that is the end of the previewable course. If you're looking for techniques, if you're looking for a lot more, again, from December 22nd, leading all the way up to December 31st, you could get this course for just $30. You can access this video 
as well as all the other videos subsequently that will continue to debut until leading up to that ultimate course launch from now until then. And so I'm excited. I'm excited about everyone, obviously, um, you know, coming on and asking me questions. Um, I just realized that the TOEFL ITP uh, videos have completely skyrocketed since the debut. So let's see what happens next. And again, if you are that person that needs help with structure, written expression reading, and you want to buy the course bundle package, that's available too. So with that being said, people, thank you. Thank you so much for this. The other videos that will be coming out after this that you will see on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, stuff like that, they're just going to be small snippets from the main course. Okay, me discussing a couple of things, me just going over a couple of audios, et cetera, et cetera. But know that if you want the full version, the full course, the community, the comment section and everything else, you got to enroll. So with that being said, thank you so much. And I hope to see you in the next video over and out.